Listener's discretion is advised. To all the parties who are listening here tonight, now let's start with the host of the late show on CBS who is preparing to make us return to the original Ed Sullivan Theater stage for the fully vaccinated fans to come in for a full audience for the first time since March of 2020 for the late show. So here is some news for him for a week and I loved it but I'm back baby and so is a little lady I like to call the United States of America because pandemic restrictions are lifting and folks are getting back to everything we missed hugging kissing sharing a hot dog with a stranger lady in the tramp style come on oh right here Chris come on why more Coney Island for me Of course, the most important sign that things are getting back to normal happens one week from tonight when I return to the Ed Sullivan Theater for a special show we're calling The Late Show Vax in Action, an immunity theater production of the State of the Reunion with a live body out of the audience. You didn't expect the hot dog to come back, did you? Like, that's a one-off. Why do we have a hot dog prop? Is that, um, is that going to be a prime time special or just going to be at the regular time? I would like to know because I put this son of a bitch on DVR and I always like to watch it over and over again. And it's going to be a great special edition of one of the most lengthiest title you will ever hear from SC. And you know that SC it likes to have fun and dance and sing and dance and all that stuff. And maybe he's gonna go cuckoo in the cuckoo bird's nest. But you know that the late show guy, aka SC, has something for President Joe Biden because Joe Biden is already in the European tour. And boy, does he ever start off with a bang. Listen in from the late show guy. Trying to make the most of it, you know? Treasure, treasure these moments. No one is more anxious to get out and do stuff than the man who won the presidency from his basement, Joe Biden. This morning, the president embarked on an eight-day trip to Europe. Well, that's fun. Biden's going to Euro. He's going to Euro, I just said. <laughs> He's going to see the sights, ride the rails, come back saying words like Lori and Zed, complaining about how bad our butter is over here. Of course, switching from double-fisting ice cream to double-fisting gelato. 
The tour starts in the UK, where Biden will sit down for a meeting with Boris Johnson, or as they're known by their political couple name, Bojo Jobai. <laughs> they're the hottest European-American pair since O'Burkel, which, of course, was Obama, Angela Merkel, and Steve Urkel. Biden's goal is to strengthen America's bonds with Europe, especially NATO. But first, he's going to have to win over the European leaders who have grown wary after four years of a more insular approach from his predecessor. Come on, Europe. You can't judge us. You had fascists. We had fascists. You have rulers that marry their cousins. We have Rudy who married his cousin. You had Nosferatu. We have, we have Rudy. <laughs> Potato, potato. The president's trip got off to a bit of a rough start. Last night, the White House press charter plane was delayed by cicadas. The flying insects had filled the plane's engines. Here's one journalist after getting the news. Get off my plane. The bug delay left Biden's aides scrambling for another way to ferry the reporters overseas. Eventually, the White House was able to call in a new plane and a new pilot, but the plane was delayed again when it turned out the pilot was also a cicada. Reporters weren't the only ones who had to face the swarm on their way to Europe. Whoa! Forget the Secret Service! That man needs a SWAT team! Once every 17 years, Slam! Oh, shit! Cicadas! You know who also had cicada problem? Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick of the Washington football team who went to the practice and, of course, he had the cicadas and his, uh, lengthy beard. You know, that he's in the... Se Fitzpatrick is in his 17th year in the National Football League and he's in another team. I don't know how long he's going to be there, but, you know, he is, he's done a phenomenal job, but I don't know what's going to be the future for him. I, I hope he continues. Now, let's go back to politics where Vice President Kamala Harris is once again under fire, but this time it's about going to the southern border. Woo, let's go back to the late show guy. While Biden is off to meet with European leaders, Harris just got back from a trip to Central America. She went there after the president put her in charge of the border crisis. All right, kiddo, let's divvy up these international trips. I'm going to go eat, pray, love across the old country. How about you head south of the border? Try to solve a problem that no president of either party has been able to handle for decades. Take it easy on Air Force Two. The thing's chock full of cicadas. <laughs> Don't flood the engine, okay? Oh, one of my props just fell down for later. Joke we're doing a little bit later. The trip did not go very smoothly. Smoother than that just went for me. The rockiest moments came when Harris told Guatemalan immigrants bluntly, do not come, after which she was blasted by progressives and Republicans. So, bipartisanship! Then, in an interview with Lester Holt, Harris struggled to answer this simple question. Do you have any plans? to visit the border. I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. 
I haven't been to Europe, Lester. Just a random example for no particular reason. I have not been to, oh, I don't know, England, Brussels, Geneva, a cushy meeting with the G7 in Cornwall on June 11th. Is it too much to ask to have a slice of pizza with the Queen? I assume she eats pizza, what with King Arthur's round table. <laughs> this was not a great answer for Harris, but also not a great question by Lester. If quarantine taught us anything, Lester, is that you don't need to go somewhere in person to work on it. The VP may not have visited the border, but I'm sure she's making lots of progress with it over Zoom. Border, you're on mute. Republicans attacked Harris and called on her to get a first-hand look at the border. Yeah, Republicans know that's how you solve any problem. You go there for a photo op. It's like the kids say, picks or you didn't fix. Oh, yeah. Republicans do know something about photo op. Remember that uh, photo op by former President Donald Trump? He went to the uh, church and put the Bible upside down and then take a picture like, hey, we did it. We did something. Well, they just get there for a photo op. Come on, man. Come on, Madam Vice President. Get your stuff together and work things out. Because now you're being attacked by AOC and a lot of Republicans. Now, after the brief ad, we're gonna go talk about, yep, the former president, Donald Trump, because he's got something else in store. And, of course, controversy. Stay tuned. Thank you very much. Hello there. I'm Chet Bevins, travel agent, sound bath conductor, and the inventor of the in-app purchase. I put my years of experience in travel, tech, and wellness together to offer you a brand new opportunity. So many of us have had to cancel summer plans, trips to see loved ones, and vacations, but now I'm inviting all of you to go on a vacation in your mind. So pack your dream luggage, leave instructions for the cat sitter in your subconscious, and come with me on one of my new imagination vacation packages. Hyper-realistic. And I'm talking hyper-realistic vacations that you can take from the comfort of your very own brain. Well, let's take a little peek at our tropical getaway package. You arrive at your gorgeous five-star hotel. You're greeted with a cold local drink as you take in the gorgeous surroundings. The concierge welcomes you with a smile and a customary regional greeting. And they take your card and your credit card isn't going through. Do you have another one? And you're like, no, I thought I prepaid. She's like, well, I just need one for the incidentals. And you're like, well, I don't have another card. She's like, okay, no problem. There's an ATM at a gas station 30 miles from here. It's accessible only by bus. The bus only comes once a day, but we never know when. Totally vacation, totally imagination, totally realistic. As real as you can imagine. And that's not all. If tropical vacations aren't your thing, check out our family amusement park package. The lights, the music. The cotton candy, the rides, there you are with your smiling family in line for the big kid roller coaster and getting close to the end of your wait. You look down at your precious children as their excitement and now they're, they're punching each other in the face. Hey, this is what they wanted. You wanted to go on this ride and now you're punching each other? What, what do you want? Maybe taking to the slopes is what your dreams are made of. After a long day of skiing, it's time to dip your sore aching muscles into the Olympic-sized heated salt. The pool's closed for a dog wedding? What is that? Me? Just like in real life. Plus, we offer add-ons to any existing package, including screaming kid in first-class cabin, 
took the wrong suitcase at the airport, and now you're wearing some random guy's shorts all week. Traveler's tummy. And our most popular add-on, fight with your spouse in Paris, city of romance. Your partner looks at you, disappointment in their eyes. I thought you wanted to see the Eiffel Tower, you say. I didn't say I wanted to walk there, they say. I thought we were closer than we were, you say. Well, learn how to read a map. You always do this, they say. So sign up today for Chet Bevan's Imagination Vacations. Your body's never gone on a perfect vacation, so why should your mind? Chet speaking. And we back after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's talk about some Donald Trump in a segment was briefly hosted by the host of the Late Show on CBS during Trump's European tour called... Why in the world is Donald Trump? I would like to start this segment off with Donald Trump and his pants. Yes, after he made a speech on Saturday in North Carolina, well, something went wrong after that. And only person who can check this out, actually, other than Kimmel or Fallon, is the host of The Late Show on CBS. Speaking of things opening up, the former president's mouth, on Saturday night, Fatty Krueger gave a speech to the North Carolina Republican Party where he said a bunch of stuff, but nobody paid attention because it looked like he wore his pants backwards. Okay, let's take a peek. Here he is, leaving the podium, looking for a zipper and nothing. Either he shares a tailor with a Ken doll, or he spends so much time yanking stuff out of his keister, he just likes to have the zipper back there to make it easy. But it raised a lot of questions, like, how did he zip his pants? And was his belt also on backwards? And how lucky are we that this man no longer has the nuclear codes? I'm not the only one who enjoyed the image on Twitter. The former president quickly drew comparisons to 90s child hip-hop duo famous for wearing their pants backwards, Criss Cross. That, of course, is ridiculous. Their initials are KK, which is one less than the ex-president prefers. But the backward pants party abruptly ended when the fact shacklers over at Snopes.com clarified, no, the former president did not wear his pants backwards. Oh, then I guess we won't have a third impeachment trial now. It's a shame because they've already drafted the Articles of Impantsment. The fact checker explained that Snopes looked through photographs taken at the event and published by the visual media company Getty Images that clearly show the former president on stage wearing pants with a zipper in the front, adding, how is this my job? Mom, you were right. I should have worked for dad at the lumber yard. <laughs> Apparently, the original video is low res, but when you look at the high res image, it's clear he's got a zipper. Normally, when you pay that much attention to his crotch, you get $130,000. But this is alarming because it can only mean one thing. Something on the internet isn't true! Okay, I don't know. Some people say Trump's pants is on backwards. Other people say Trump's pants was on forwards, like normal. But uh, if you put it in a high-resolution picture, then you'll probably know what it is. Trump's pants is, for me, I think it's on backwards. But you decide. Now let's go back to that January 6th riot. Yes, 
there's some more information that the hosts of the Late Show on TPS have that probably others don't. Or do they? Let's just check it out. First up, the January 6th Capitol riot. This morning, the Senate dropped their in-depth analysis of all the security failures in a 127-page joint report, which was a product of more than three months of hearings and interviews and reviews of thousands of pages of documents. Of course, everyone saw it on TV as it happened on January 6th, making this the rare book where they made the movie first. Leading up to the insurrection, the threat was not taken seriously, in part because the FBI alerted the Capitol Police of potential war only the night before the MAGA rally, attaching the warning to a casually worded email. The Late Show has acquired a copy of that email. Dear Capitol Popo, what's up, my dudes? Got any plans for the weekend? I'll be chilling and solving crimes. Oh, and BT dubs, possible war tomorrow. See you attached. Bye. How's the show going so far? So you know, we only got three more of these. Gems. That's it. That's it. Each one. Precious. Rare miniatures. For weeks, the Capitol Police had troubling. Does it, does it feel like I'm phoning in these last three? No, no, no. I'm fully committed, right? Sure. Should I be this tired two days back after my vacation? No. Not a great sign. For weeks, the Capitol Police had troubling information. For instance, the fact that rioters had been sharing a map of the Capitol complex's tunnels and possible rally points for would-be conspirators, the map also provided rioters with bathroom locations. Now, because leadership didn't take the threat seriously, the Capitol Police were not prepared. For instance, during the attack, an officer recalled hearing a lieutenant repeatedly ask over the radio, does anybody have a plan? Oh, somebody had a plan. And he sat in the Oval Office pounding a bucket of chicken while his followers carried it out. But bizarrely, this report avoided addressing any role that the former president may have played in inciting the attack. He's the whole reason the attack happened in the first place. That's like talking about Christmas Eve and never mentioning Santa. Who did you leave the cookies and milk out for? Rudolph the Red-Eyed Rat? Next up on EWYTBWTYI, we're learning the last president's desperate attempts to cling to power were even desperater and clingier than we thought. These revelations are all about former chief of staff and man saying, pull my finger, damn it. Mark Meadows, according to newly released emails in the final days of the last administration, Mark Meadows pushed the Department of Justice to investigate election fraud conspiracy theories, including one that claimed Italians had used satellites to remotely switch votes from the ex-president to Biden. That's right. He thought the election was stolen by space Italians. Now, this is obviously insane. First off, and no offense, but Italy isn't exactly known for its cutting-edge orbital technology. I believe their space shuttle is two bottles of Chianti taped to a Vespa. That didn't stop Meadows from violating DOJ guidelines to pressure the Justice Department to look into what's known in the online idiot community as Italy Gate. Not to be confused with the Italy Gate that I personally uncovered, which is that at a certain point, even breadsticks are limited. 
This Italy gate claims that Barack Obama took one of the pallets of cash that was sent to the Iranians as part of the Iranian nuclear deal and gave it to some Italians who used the money to create some software that they downloaded into American voting systems by satellite that switched votes to Biden. Of course, it's always the simplest answer. As I speak, those same satellites could be beaming out invisible pro-Biden Italiano space rays. It explains this message I got on my GPS. In half a mile. Turn left on a Joe Biden. Now, you might be thinking, did we already know all of this, Steve? First of all, it's Stephen. Okay? And yeah, we knew that the former president tried to use his office to steal an election and through some combination of incompetence and malice allowed his supporters to overrun the Capitol. The answer to all of that is yes. But as with everything Malomar Gaddafi did, just because he's gone doesn't mean we don't have to still deal with it. He's like the guy who farted on his way out of the room. He may not be around anymore, but we're still stuck in here. And until someone cracks the window of justice, we're going to have to keep inhaling his phileo farts. We just need to keep reminding ourselves that America doesn't have to smell like this. Okay, what is Italy got to do with the January 6th riot? Like, what the hell is going on with these conspiracy theories from the other side of the world? Come on now. You know what happened on January 6th? It's called trying to overthrow the government. Now, I know I will be blasted for this, but oh well. I don't know, information is the information. But, uh, you're gonna have to find out what it is, because I do not have any clue what kind of conspiracy theories the other side of the world has. But enough about that, and after this other brief ad, we get to listen to some Olivia Rodrigo with her song, Driver's License, after this. At the men's warehouse, we've always offered the finest suits, the best tailoring, and the sharpest styles, which is why we're proud to introduce the Front Butt Collection. Just zip up the back and face the day. You're gonna like the way your front butt looks. I guarantee it. And we back after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go listen to a song. Now remember Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo? It is widely popular. Of course, you know uh, her, Olivia Rodrigo, is the current star of a Disney Plus sitcom, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Now, Driver's License was also been done as a sea shanty by Jimmy Fallon The Roots during The Tonight Show. And, of course, had a segment from Saturday Night Live, and she was the guest on Saturday Night Live, and she got to sing it. Now, inter- now here to introduce her is Keegan-Michael Key. Ladies and gentlemen, Olivia Rodrigo! Finally 
What is the essence of a cowboy? The aroma of masculinity. Manure, the scent of the open range. Fertilize your senses. Manure. Life is a ride. So giddy up. Manure. I can smell you on my clothes, and only one thing can get rid of you. Manure. One spritz will take you to the rodeo. <coughs> I keep my secrets in my boots. Manure. I dream of you, but I can't wrangle you. Manure. Everywhere I go, there I am. Manure. Manure. The new scent by Blake Shelton. Do not wear manure if you're operating heavy machinery or farm equipment. Manure is not safe for use near livestock, small children, or tall adults. Do not spray manure directly on skin. Manure is not available at any store near you and is approved by no one. This ad has been paid for by Blake Shelton. folks that all to do it for this edition of random stuff tomorrow there's gonna be a lot of stuff to be talked about including some cicadas and some omg being used too much on the bachelorette as told by jimmy kimmel and some other things and of course a song from saturday night live so uh good night tune in tomorrow <laughs>